You know the issues that we have in our hearts. And God, you said in your word, as you were at the reader was reading, God, you said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. So I'm God, I'm asking you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Build a foundation on every heart in this room, God. Let no one leave this, leave the same, God. Let them see God you high and lifted up. Because your son went to that cross to die for each and every one of us. And that cross represents freedom for each and every one of us, God. That cross represents a love that you have for us, God. That cross means that we can come to you, oh God, and, and free reign, God, unto you, Father, and lift our hand with clean being clean and our hearts being pure. And we come into you with our worship. Help us, Lord. Always help us, God, to see you in everything that we do. In everything that we do. In everything that we do. We are your people and we waited for instructions, God. And we are listening to your voice as the Spirit of God speaks unto the churches in this room. We love you. We bless you. And we give you honor and we give you glory. It's in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. Everybody in the house, they give us some praise, amen, in the house. Lift him up, amen. Come on, open your mouth just for a few minutes, amen. Just open your mouth and give God some praise. We just say thank you, Jesus, amen, hallelujah, whatever you say. Just let your words come from your bellies, amen, and give God the praise. And that's what he wants. He wants to hear your words. He wants you to talk to him. He wants you to come and sup with him as he come down and communes with us on this morning, amen. He wants us to commune with him as we abide in his word and he abides in us, God. He said he'll draw nigh unto us, amen. And that's what we want him to do. We want to draw closer to him how many of y'all want to be closer to god amen come on come on raise if you believe that if you want to be closer to god amen if you if you really believe that as pastor said which you want she was real for real for real if you want to be really close to god and walk closer to him and do those things he'll call you to do you just continue to keep that hidden word hidden in your heart amen i can't tell you what i what you do by day amen i don't know what you do by day but everything you do must be a good and acceptable unto god as a hope as a living sacrifice unto him so i just pray today amen if all is well in your life amen things are going well in your life and i know things are going well because you're here amen you made that decision amen to rise up this morning when god touched you with the finger of love you made that decision when you thought the alarm clock went off with the finger of love of god and holy spirit filled with your heart with your, his love it woke you up he turned your he turned your body to the other side and allowed you to put your feet over the bed and then you put your foot up on the floor he gave you the strength because how many of you know the joy of the lord is your strength he's the reason why you live he's the reason why you're moving he's the reason why you have your being and there's no other God that I know of that's living right now that has, has got the power to do so, but our living God that lives inside of each and every one of us. I bless God for you today. I'm going to read the scripture right now. Amen. I'm going to read it. Amen. And then you may have your seat. I'm going to go from one little, one little scripture. Amen. It's going to be coming from Proverbs 20, uh, I think it's 23. Let me, let me look at my notes right now. I just want to make sure. Amen. I just bless God. I bless God. I bless God. I think it's Proverbs. Uh, hallelujah. It's Proverbs 22, I believe it is. 23 and 7, I believe. Yes, it's 23 and 7. Amen. Proverbs 23 and 7. If you got it, amen. If you got it, amen. Come stand on your feet, amen, in the presence of God, and let's read this together. Let's read it together. And can you put it up? In, is anybody in the room? Can you put it up on the NIV version? Or the, amen. We're going to read this together, amen. So everyone will hear and understand what the word of God is saying unto the churches, amen. I bless God for you. I bless God. I bless God. 23 and 7, amen. Proverbs 23 and 7, amen. 23 and 7, hallelujah. 23 and 7, hallelujah. 
Ready? Let's read it. For he is the kind of man who is always thinking about the cost, eat and drink. He says to you, but his heart is not with you. But the other virgin said, another virgin said, for, for so a man thinking in his heart, so is he. So I just bless God for the word. Thank you for the reading. Thank you for it. You may be seated. Amen. I just want to come to you. Amen. For a, with a very quick, short note. Amen. Amen. So it says 23 and 7 says, I want to read from the version I used. Amen. It says, for as the thinking, as he thinking in his heart, he is. Amen. He is. He is. He is. He is. And I think I talked about it for a, a last a couple of months ago or whatever it was on a ministry. I said, I asked you that in the ministry, I said that we got to rethink what we believe. Rethink what we believe. But today I'm going to come to you with, with this a powerful word. And I was coming in here and I was walking on last night. And I was walking up before the week, during the week, as I go outside with my little stroll there, man. And God was just beginning to talk with me about the power of thought. The power of a thought. That will be my topic on today, coming from Proverbs 23 and, uh, 23 and 7. A, the power of a thought. T-H-O-U-G-H-T. Thought. What you think. What you believe. There's a power in that thought. But before I go on, I want to greet everyone and have on this day that the Lord has made. And I'm really excited about this day because it has been really, really great to each and every one of us because we have God has given us the time to come in and make that decision, make that thought mindset that we come into the house of God to worship him and give him the glory. Amen. No matter what you were thinking about last night, but you woke up this morning with your mind on Christ. Amen. And even if you did, he touched you. Amen. And put your mind on him to bring you here. And I'm so glad you're here because God says even in the presence of him in the midst of the fellowship. Amen. He will come down and sup with us. Amen. And he will give us the ideas that he has for us and the thoughts that he has for us. And we just just pay attention and be attentive to what he's speaking from the, by the Holy Spirit to our hearts. And it's so important that we continue to look to, the, look to this word, uh, his word, amen, and find the hidden treasures that are in this word because this is what's going to keep us through these last and evil days. I don't care how many friends you got, I don't care how many messages friends you got, I don't care how many Facebook friends you got, none of those friends, I don't care about your family or your relatives, no one can tr ever treat you like Jesus had already taught you, uh, 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 treated you as he went to that cross. No one loves you more than who, what, what Jesus did when he went to that cross and what he's doing right now because he he did it for us as his own, on his own free word and on his own free turn. He wrapped himself in the flesh to come down here and down on that cross just for each and every one of us in this room. And all of, all of us have given that opportunity, amen, to, to share with him and worship with him and come to, to know him as our Lord and Savior. And see, what the enemy tries to do, he tries to come at our mind, because that's the mind, the battlefield for every situation that comes to your body, I'll go try to get into your heart. What he tried to fight your mind for, he tried to, he tried to penetrate your heart to give your heart a wrong deceit of what, a deceit, a deceit of what God wants to do in your life. See, a lot of us have situations going on in our life that we know are not according to what God's word, but we may, we are, we are battling between two decisions. Every time we come to, come to a situation, we have got to apply this word of God. We have got to see the word of God in this situation. How many of you know the power of thought is very, is very, is very, is very powerful. It's very, it's very, it's very, I'm telling you, I, I, you, you can just imagine some things. You, you, you begin to think on those things, and then your body begins to react on those situations that you've been thinking. 
When I was in the world, I thought, looking at the lady, and my mind began to think of these old things of, of her body, and those things in my, in the, in the, my thoughts began to go through my body, and my body began to react on situations in, the, in, that, in that situation. It put a picture in my mind where I could put myself and place myself in that situation. How many of y'all ever done that? I'm not the only one, but I just want y'all to understand your mind can put you in a place to be a place of where God wants you to be, or it could be a place in where hell can bring, bring you in to make you feel like you're all doing the things of God, but you're not, or not, not doing about being following the spirit of God. Even though I'm a, as a saint of God, I have a mindset, amen, to th- think on those things above and not beneath. He tells us to think on those things that are pure, think on those things of treasure, and think on those things that are pure and fine and, and according to the word of God. So you got to realize these things. Your thoughts are very important as you walk this walk of life because guess what? You can be thinking on a thing in the, in the, in the right place, in the right place. You can be thinking on a thing right now, but you'll be in the wrong place in your thoughts. <laughs> God can position you in the right place, but in your thoughts, you're in another place and not in out of position because of God's word. You're supposed to be meditating upon him and worshiping. That's why a lot of people cannot get into the system, not to the system, but into the means of worship. Because their mind and their hearts are not in the same place and they're not on one accord with what God wants them to be. According to the word of God, you have got to worship you in spirit and truth. You have to be on one accord. It's almost like the upper room experience. Anytime you come into the house of God, you have got to have all those things that are not of God separated from what God has for you to do in the walk of life in your life. Because guess what? If you don't allow those things to be separated, they will cause confusion, cause turmoil, cause misunderstanding of what God wants you to do in this walk of life. See, a lot of us are in this room right now going through, going through a decision that you talk between two decisions right now. If you look at your bulb, that little light bulb on top of your head, you got another decision that you want to be somewhere else right now. <laughs> You got another thing going on. Somebody may think about their job. Somebody they got a, they might got a, a overdue thing going on at the job. They got to do by Monday. Your thought patterns are right, maybe right there. Somebody got something on the stove. You know, you might have something on the stove in the oven. You know, got got that going to got that cake recipe on your mind right now because you know you got a big dinner you got to fix today, or you got to be with friends and you got to carry something over to the friend's house. That's what your mind could be right there. Your mind could be on your family, your friends, and your monies, or whatever it may be, but your mind has got to be in a place where God can settle that situation. Because guess what? If you think about the whole situation, guess what? God has already handled that situation. How many of you know you're walking in the finished works of Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ went to the cross just for you. To die on the cross to handle that situation that you are thinking about right now. Slap your, I mean, don't slap him, don't slap him. Just hug your name. Say, I love you. Just come on, come on. Wake up, mama. Come on, y'all. Wake up for me. Come on, don't get, don't, 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 don't get, don't get, don't get, don't get stiff on me. 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 We're gonna, we're just gonna talk. It's, it's, hey, baby, baby, it's family talk today. It's family. I'm talking to myself as I talk to you. Cause guess what? That's what God did with me when I walked around this sanctuary of the whole seven days. Seven days I was walking from walking a competition trying to skip the steps on, but I was walking in this walking in sitting in the sanctuary, walking outside in the rain. God, the rain caught me. God said, said he's going to show me, even I'm getting ready to wash your thoughts with the rain that I pulled down from heaven, because I'm getting ready to wash you with the word of God. I'm getting ready to help you share something for the, with the people of God. If I, you just let, if I just, if you just, if they just allow me to wash them in the word of God, these old things that I'm there thinking about in this world will be transformed into the newness of the mind that I have in me in the mind of Christ. And I begin to think about the mind of Christ. I can do all things through Christ that gives me the strength. So God has got to have the mind 
mind of Christ if I'm going to live in this dead, sick world. Because in this evil day, guess what? I cannot go to heaven thinking about the same things I did in the world because guess what? Those things kept me in sin state. Because I, I knew what was going on when I was in the world. But right now, it seems like the things like Abraham, God, you're going to take me to a place and you're not going to even show me and tell me what I'm going for. He said, just trust me. Just trust me. That's what he wants us to do. In our thoughts, we've got to always trust God. Jesus Christ said, God, why have you forsaken me? God said, I have not forsaken you. He said, I'll be there with you forever and ever. I'll be with you forever and always. I will, I will be there when, you, when the time frame you seem like you're all by yourself. Guess what? When you look back in the sand, you'll see only two steps of footprints. Guess what? And that's me carrying you through those times of trouble and trials and tribulation that you thought you were downpressed and oppressed because the world tried to put so much upon you. But your thoughts had got caught up in those situations. Don't ever allow the world to tell you how to think about what's going on in your life. You have got to think above those things because guess what? You have got to think above those things are in you in a situation, guess what? You'll put those situations on you and they become heavy. And those situations become heavy and then you want to give up. I remember when I was running track. I was running track. I was running track. I thought it was the fastest thing in Arkansas. But this guy came from a little country town. I said, oh my God. He came around that curve running, he, ran, he came around that curve with a 220. They call it the 220 yard dash at the time. I don't know. Y'all talking about meters now. I'm not, you know, you know what I'm saying. Y'all know what I'm saying? I was, I was getting it. I was doing what I needed to do. I was trying to get this down to that, to that finish. And I was running. This, I heard this little joker come around. He, he, he was, he, he, he was up there humming something. I'm like, what's this coming around humming? But I say, but, but my thoughts got caught up in the, and I forgot what I was doing. How many know you were saying? Y'all understand what I'm saying? I was running, but I kind of slowed down. I heard. <laughs> then all of a sudden, I messed up. I look back, and when you look back, running, you lose. You kind of. And then when he, when I did like that, he. I heard him say, <laughs> "See, that's what the enemy doing right now with your thoughts. He's <laughs> and he's making you make you forget where your destiny is." So you living for right now. What we say is not right. This is not, I'm, not about, I'm talking about living right now. Yes, living for right now. But I'm not talking about in your past. I'm talking about in your past, you leave behind. You think on those things in your past. You think on those things, but you don't look back. Think about Lot's wife. She looked back. Her thoughts was in, in Sodom and Gomorrah, but her heart was, and her heart was so far from what she was, she looked back. And guess what? She was stuck. Don't get stuck in your thought pattern of how you used to be. Remember, you are a king's kid. You are someone different. You are made change over and over because guess what? The old things have passed away and all things have become new. You are a new creature. Your thought patterns have got to be the, have to be the thought of Christ. You have got to walk with Christ. You have got to talk with Christ. You have got to speak these words on yourself and not what your mom and dad and them said if you was talking about you when you couldn't come with coming up. Not about what your grandma said because you was, you might have been short five foot at the time frame and you said you wish you weren't going to grow. But look at you now. Right now, who you, who are you? You have got to think that what you are, who you are right now. I am a child what? of God. I am a more than a conqueror. I am above and not beneath. And if that's so, a man thinking in his heart, then he becomes power of thought. The power of thought. Me and Pastor was in, in Italy, and the power and the Spirit of God told him we're going to have a church. 
He didn't tell, told us exactly where we we're going to be, but he said, you're going to have a church. He had us write the vision. He had us have the, he had, 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 had a plan. He had plans up on the paper. He had to say, without a vision, guess what? People shall perish. People just perish in those things. And, but you got to understand, when God tells you to do something, you put those things down. You had them, you had them in, the, in your thoughts, in your mind, in your heart. So guess what? When the enemy come at you like a flood, guess what? You slip the standard of God up in your thinking pattern. So a lot of times we don't lift the standard of God's word up in our thinking pattern. We begin to try to handle it on our own. See, when you handle it on your own, guess what? Then a lot of confusion comes. A lot of happening because of divorce. A lot of happening because of fighting men and husband and wife fighting with one another. Children all messed up and confused because they see mom and daddy doing it. And then when they go out and get somebody, they find a man or woman. Guess what? They go out for their marriage hub. They want the same thing because that's all they know. Guess what? Because their thought patterns are messed up. See, we got to raise them up and groom them up in the way that we should go. And then when they grow old, they want to depart from the word of God. Not from our attitudes. Not from our ways of talking. Not from our way, way, way we live. We got to bring them up in the admonition of the what? Lord, that's how we got to treat my children. See, right now we're letting, we're letting television and, and, and phone books and all these old things right now, game boards and all that thing, train our kids up. See, guess what? Now now they're thinking about when they, when they go outside, when they're getting caught in a, caught in a confused state, guess what they're going to do? They're going to revert back to that gun shooting because they don't think nobody loved them. Because we never take time out for them. Because they got a thought mindset. Mom and them don't care. They, didn't care. They, they let me do what I wanted to do. But when you're training them up, they'll come up and they'll bring that word back, that word say to come back unto them. And their thoughts will be on those things above. You won't have to fight them against your mom and dad. Because they'll go back to the word and see, hey, when they're going to be like, it was supposed to be like that in the evil days. But I'm not living in the evil days right now. I'm living my, in my house. There's peace. You got to realize these things. It's how blessed God. See, the Temple Christian wasn't in this building. <laughs> before we got here, this building, we had five buildings before we got here. We had a basement. We had a church place. Then we had another building up here. And then we had this one right here. So I'm just saying right now, church, faith, Temple Christian didn't start in this building. The people didn't make the, make, don't make faith Temple Christian Center. Guess who makes faith? What, what happened if how faith Temple Christian was designed or, or, or came to be in our thoughts? Your thoughts are powerful. It's not that you're inadequate, as that the writer said. It's nothing like that. It's just the power that you have to think and make a decision. If you make a decision according to God's word, he said, I know the plan that I think for you. I know what I thought. My thoughts are for you. He said, they are good and not of evil. He said, that's hope. That's a destiny. And matter of fact, he said, your future is already in his hand. So we don't have to think about what we're going to do for tomorrow. All we got to do is apply the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to lead us into tomorrow. And our thoughts will be made clear. Our thoughts will be, our plan will be made clear as the Holy Spirit directs us. But we get into situations, we try to put it all on paper. I'm just one, one of them. I used to try to put everything on paper. I had to put my, from my finances to the trips that I made. I had, to, I had the calculation of how far it was going to be. I had a destination where it was going to stop. Guess what? And matter of fact, in that destination, guess what? I met up one time we come from school. Guess what? All my plans got messed up, sis, because Guess what? We had a whole bunch of our school clothes and all our furniture and our refrigerator in the back of the 63 Chevrolet going home just to visit our mom and them. Guess what? And grandma and them. So guess what? On the way home, I had it all routed out. Guess what? But what's that? My thoughts was, hey, to get there on time at this time, that time when I get there for dinner, because grandma could cook a good, good dinner. You know what I'm saying? And she had those desserts and all those things. But guess what? And when I got down the highway, guess what? The 63 Chevrolet broke down. What you say? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And guess what? All those plans that I had, guess what? But God had a remedy.
A man that we didn't even know had a tow truck right, put right beside us. Took us to his garage, fixed our car. We got back on the road. And you know, in God's plan, God had always had something or someone, or like I said, a ram in the bush. See, if, 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 if Abraham would have went to that mountain with a thought that he had to kill Isaac, he didn't want to think like that. What did he tell a young man? He said, I'm going up there to worship, then I'm coming. That's the kind of mindset you got to have. When you're going through a storm, trial, test, whatever it may be, guess what? It might be strong. It might be a, it might be a challenge. But guess what? I know my ending because guess what? God is with me. Even when they say, what the Hebrew boy say? In the furnace they would say he knew they were with him. Even they could, he could, they could, he could have burned them up. He could have let them go. He could have done whatever he could have done with them. But guess what? He knew. They knew that if God was there with them, God, he trusted, they trusted God. And they said God can. If he don't, I'm still going to trust him. As a matter of fact, when they said that, they had a thought mindset like that. Guess what? Who, what? who ended up in the furnace with them? Good God Almighty. The Son of God ran up in there with them and cooled all the heat, cooled all the smoke. And they said that when they walked out of the furnace, guess what? They didn't even have a smell like smoke. Good God Almighty. So you got to think like that. You got to say, oh, my God, I'm going to a college school. I'm going to college. I'm going to a degree of my job. been taken, whatever it may be. I might be laid off. I mean, the five-year rule is coming up on me. But guess what? I still trust God. Because my thoughts are put on those things that are above and not beneath. I'm walking in the finished works of Jesus Christ. And I know this because guess what? God promised me. He said, somebody read it in the morning and said, God is not a man that he should lie. And not the son of man that he should repent. Every word that comes from his mouth, guess what? Is a promise to you. And if you think on those things above and not beneath, guess what? You start thinking about those promises, guess what? Ain't no way but you can do it. Walk on the, on the pearly gates. Here, here, down, down here, down here, down here on the road. Guess what? Pay with gold. Because guess what? You king's kids. How many of y'all know that? How many of y'all know that? Hug your door. Hug, hug your neighbor and say, you a king's kid. Oh, y'all, y'all don't want to talk to me. Y'all don't want to talk to me. Because I really don't. No, no, no. You got to hug somebody. Hug, let's, tell somebody you love or something. That's what I'm, y'all looking at me like y'all, like y'all scared. Of me. I'm not, I'm, I'm bishop. I've been with y'all for some years now. Don't be scared. Come on, listen. Come on now. Don't let your thoughts keep you in bondage. Hey, come on now. Let's get free up in this house. Y'all better do some. Oh, David said when the, when, the, when, the, when the Ark of the Covenant was in the city, when the Ark of the Covenant was in the city, when they brought the covenant back to the city, you, they said David danced, the clothes came off. Not all of them, but a few comments on them. Even if his wife was talking about him. She said, oh, you foolish. She said, a lot of y'all looking at that. See, y'all got y'all looking at what Spooky say about you, what Nene say about you, what Billy Bob say about you. Y'all y'all looking for what they saying about you. If they say you look good, you look good. If they say you fat, you fat. If they say you slow, you slow. So you looking at what Billy Bob say about you. You're not looking at what God has already told you who you are. See, your thoughts are about what Billy Bob's talking about. See, y'all looking at what Billy Bob talking about. Then what? Guess what? Y'all get caught up in what Billy Bob said. And then guess what? Y'all begin left behind. Y'all be backsliding, going like this. Be doing a Michael Jackson the backwards instead of going forward. God has had told us that we all got to move forward. No matter what people say about you, no matter what they say about you, what they think about you, guess what? People told me I wasn't going to be about nothing when I was coming up. But guess what? I made them a lie. I didn't, try to, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do it on my own. But God made them out of a lie. He said, those that bring forth judgment, talk about you in judgment, guess what? They said they shall be condemned. So I just bless God. I know God said who I am. Guess what? My thought patterns are living, living, living the large in him. And guess what? My dreams are so big, I can't even reach out and touch them. Guess what? So I had to have the hands of God to lift me up until my 
dream. I believe God has said something to me one day. God, he's going to do it for me. And guess what? I'm not going to die till he tells me I'm going to die. And then, but I know when one day he's going to tell He told me I'm going to see my promise, God. My promise. Not my daughter's promise. Not my generational promise. I'm talking about my promise. Not my wife promise. He promised me something. And guess what? So my thoughts have got to be said, said on those standards that what God has said to me. And guess what? And when my thoughts get, get lined up with the, God of, with the word of God, I'm going to walk in the pattern just like Abraham did. When I get there, he's going to say, there it is. Hey, hey yes, you did. Whoops, there it is. And, that, and I believe God said he God made a promise to me. And guess what? I'm going to walk in it. If I had to go do the, through the metrics, guess what? I'm going to walk. I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to. When the fire does keep coming at me, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going I'm gonna, to. Then I might be like Bruce. Then come up on him like, you know. You know what I'm saying? I got to, you got to come up on the devil like you, you own him. The devil has been owning a lot of us in this room. He has been owning a lot of us in this room. I'm talking about owning you because of your thoughts. Why do you follow a man that's a liar? Why do you follow someone that's a thief? Why do you follow someone that has a job description say he come to steal, kill, and to destroy? But when it comes to Jesus Christ, he said, I come to give you life and life more abundant. We turn away from him. We walk the other way. But when the devil tells you he got, he got a boy, a girl, or something that you want, guess what? Because you're enticing your flesh. Guess what your thought pattern is? That's what I want. That's what I want. But it's not what you, it's not what you want. It's not what you need, but it's what you want. See, a lot of us have our thought patterns lined up on what we want. We are needy people. We are greedy people. We are people that want the things of this world, but we don't know how to get those. Th- we don't want. We don't want to do the things that we need to do to get to those things. We'll still kill it, just like the devil did. That's what's happening right now. That's why families can't get together right now, because everyone want everybody want control. Their thought patterns. I got to have control. I come from this place. I come from that place. My mama did it. My daddy did it. So I, I got to do it. So what? Guess what? That ain't what God said. God said, "He gave husband honor thy mother, honor, honor thy wife." Nigga, when you only love thy wife, the wife, the husband, the Bible tells the wife to submit herself unto the husband as he follow Christ. The church Bible tells in the Proverbs of two children, honor thy mother and thy father. So he gives us instruction how to follow them, but it's our thought pattern. I'm from Louisville, Arkansas. My daddy was a, was a, was a pastor. I knew these words. I know what he said. But then we can't humble ourselves. Even in the midst of all those things. Because even in the midst of all those things, even my father was a pastor. Guess what? I had to humble myself. I can't walk the way my father thought. I had to walk the way God has leading me in my thoughts. Those are the things God is trying to get to us and let us know. It's so happening in our power. It's all happening in our thoughts. Think about this. If Edison, when he had that thought, what did he do? The light bulb? Phonograph? But it's nothing. But, but, but if, 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 if all those people that came up before us never had the thought, we never had the right brother, we would have been walking across the water, just paddling across the boat, coming to Germany. Somebody had an engine put on a boat. And all that steel floating on water. Matter of fact, all that steel going up in the air, taking me 33,000 feet, and then get me to the next destiny where I need to be because of a thought. A lot of us in this room right now have a thought. You have a thought to become millionaires. You have a thought to become, to do doctors, 
be doctors. You have a thought to be preachers and evangelists. You have a thought that we're going to have to write a book. But you're allowing those situations to come up against your thoughts. And it's causing you to be halted in that position of that place that you, don't, you, you, you are trying to get to. So a lot of times, a lot of us in this room are halted. We're stuck. The Bible says be content, but he tells us to move on. We've got to be content as we move on in, in that contentment. He don't tell us to be stuck in that position, we'd be like, it's almost like Lot's wife. She had got out of sin. She had ran to freedom. <laughs> oh, my God. This is awesome to me. She had ran to freedom. Lot and his family had told God had to kick them out of because they had thought patterns. Oh, my family's here. My, my job's here. My, all this is here. My house here. The thought pattern. But God told them to move. As a matter of fact, they were in a place they didn't get ready to destroy. But their thought pattern had them stuck. <laughs> Prosperity is in your hands. Wealth is in your hands. Wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do according to God's word, it's in you. We have allowed our thoughts to keep us stuck right where we are. How many know God created us to be, 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 be geniuses and be more than what we are right now, be even, even more than what we are right now? More. Think about Adam. He gave Adam a hey, new name of animals. So Adam had to sit down on, 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 a, on, a, on a stump. And one, one went back. Hey, that's an ant. Yep, that's an ant. Oh, man, that's a giraffe. Oh, that's a boar. Oh! You know, you know what I'm saying? Wild hogs. All these things Adam gave name to. And guess what they were? And I come to tell you this. God had a thought. <laughs> God had a thought to create this world. God had a thought to create us. God had a thought to put all these things upon this world and put us in dominion of it. It wasn't just a, a, just a circumstance, a circumstance that had come about. God had a thought. So if we're creating this image and this likeness, you have a thought that's hidden inside your belly that's ready to be given unto this world to turn this world upside down and change the whole wide world. In uh, everyone in this room, God has given a thought Think about this. And that powerful thought inside of you can change this whole world. Can change this whole world. I'm telling you. But we have gotten caught up in what the world thinks of us instead about living the kingdom thoughts of God. Yes, we say we believers. Live like a believer. Act like a believer. Think like a believer. Walk like a believer. I'm not saying you're not. But continue to raise yourself up. When situations come in your about, don't lift, don't lower your head. Because you remember the word said, Jesus, God is a lift of my head. That's how you think. When it comes time for the, the little ones, then they're going to get ready to go to school again. When a difficult time comes for that, 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 uh, edu or that education time frame, and they've got a test that's difficult, and you might be getting ready to study for it, Think on those things that you can bring. God said, hey, you can do all things through him. And God, guess what? He said in the word, 
You study, you study long enough, you do the right thing without him studying, guess what? He said, Holy Spirit, bring it back to your remembrance. You got to think like that. You got to think like that. No matter how difficult it is in your marriage, you got to think that it's a, it's, a, it's a great marriage. How many know I said, I said think, of, think, of, think, of, think like this. Anytime a negative situation comes to you, you cast it down. So you know what negativity does? does? It brings forth negativity. It makes you say you can't do. But I have never seen in my word, in the word where God said, according to his word, when you can to make you prosperous, that you can't. He told you you can't sin. They ain't going to make me prosperous. But still, well, guess what we do? We end up going back, doing the same, th- doing the things he tells us not to do so easily, instead of doing the things that he tells us to do, which we say are difficult. They're not. They're not. So you got to understand this. So a man thinketh in his heart, so you will become. So whatever you're thinking about yourself, it's not about what my wife thinks about me. I have got to think what God has told me who I am. Who God tells me or who he tells you who you are according to his word. You have got to think on those things. You have got to think on those things. You have got to think on those things. And when you begin to think on those things, you begin to change the environment that you're in. The whole situation begins to change. It may not change exactly the way you want it to change, it's going to be, but it's going to change the way God wants it to change. Because a lot of times we want to have it our way. It's not like Burger King. When you gave yourself to Christ, it's, a, it's, it's his way or no way. See, we want it to be our way, but guess what? It always becomes your way because guess what? It's better for you. You said you bring forth, it brings forth more benefits for you. I'm telling you, stay focused. Always thinking about the things that God has for you. Always allow him to be the first person you talk to. Matthew 6 and 33, I keep putting that on my mind because I know this, this evangelist put it in my heart. She said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all your righteousness, all his righteousness. And he said, these things will be added unto you. Think on those things. Apply those, that word, that wisdom to your life. This right here, the word of God, is so true. It's infallible. It has no error. If you live according to the word of God, and stand on his standards, when the enemy comes at us like a flood, you already have a guard for him because the angels are already there protecting you. The Holy Spirit is already giving you direction because you're thinking about the situation that you're not, you're not thinking about the situation that you're in, but you're thinking about where you're going out of the situation. You see, you see yourself out of the situation. That is why it's so important. Remember this. Faith Temple Christian wasn't in not this building. Faith Temple Christian Center is not the people. Faith Temple Christian Center began in our thought, in our mind. FAIS is not the academy right down there in the hallways. FAIS became a thought in our mind. And see, guess, watch this. And once you plant that thought in someone else, and they see the same vision that you see, it will help you work towards and not against you to get where your destiny is. 
people that catch the vision that you got and you share it with them, and they catch the vision, they won't stop you from getting there because they feel that same mentality of getting to where you want to get in the same place that you want to get. They won't pull your coattail until you come back. No, they'll push you. See, right now in our, in our, in our thinking, we have got to have the people that want to push us. Push us to our next destiny. Push us to our next step. Push us to that next point that where God wants to be. Encouraging us. Lifting us up. The same thought pattern, the same mindset that you should have, that you have, that's the one you should gather yourself around. If you want to soar with the eagles, you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta gather up with the eagles. If you want to be like a lion on the, on a, be like a lion, be with the lions, you gotta assemble yourself with the lions. I'm telling you, and I'm not telling you to go out in the, in, the, in, the, in the communities and talk to people. No, I'm not telling you that because we are, we have been called for a great commission. But if I don't have a thought pattern, a mindset to do the Great Commission in my home, in my family, in my community, or wherever God places me, then guess what? I'm going against what God has promised or told me to do as a Christian. If I got a big t-shirt on and say, I am a Christian, and we're not doing what God called us to do in our thoughts and our ways, that's, that's, that's a disgrace to God. That's a disgrace. In other words, the Bible said we'll put him back on the cross in our, in our sinful states. We don't want to do that. And I don't believe we'll go back to that cross just for because he did it once. But in our attitude, we keep putting him back on that cross. So today, think about what you're thinking about. Allow God to reflect on your thoughts. When you get up in the morning and every morning, meditate upon him day and night. When you rest at night, guess what? You can have a dream. A dream is a thought that you are thinking about continuously going on in your mind. So those things you got to really think about. When you go to sleep at night, you got to put the word of God inside of you. And when you wake up in the morning or when you're going to sleep at night, your subconscious mind will be reflected on that word of God. That is what's going to keep us. That is what's going to keep us. This word of God in these last and evil days is what's going to keep us. We've got to understand that. The power of a thought. The power of a thought. Right now, what you're saying, we're going to stand to your feet. And if there's anything that you're thinking about is not right now, according to God's word, amen. You don't have to come up here and tell me. You don't have to come up here. It's just a come up here. I want prayer. You don't have to do nothing. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to say, hey, if there's anything in your mind, in your heart, whatever you're going through, situation in your life, whatever it may be, I don't care what it is. I'm not going to ask you to come up from a prayer, but I'm going to ask you to come when you, when you watch what you're doing. I want you to stand right there in the midst, in the midst of yourself. Lift your hands and begin to prophesy to your situation. You begin to speak to your situation. And tell God what you want. And acknowledge him what you want. See, a lot of times we come to, pray, come to for prayer, guess what? But we go back with the same old situation. 
But now you begin to talk to God. You begin to tell him about your situation. He begin to hear you. And guess what? He begin to answer your prayer because that's your prayer. He told Moses, tell the children to come to the foot of the mountain and let me speak to them. And let me let me talk to them. And they speak back unto me. So he wanted them to come and speak to you, to God. And he said, God, Moses, I know your voice. I know your prayers. I know how you come to me, but I want them to come to me. So right now, prophesy to your life. Tell yourself what you want to happen in your life. Tell yourself where you're going. Tell that old thought that tried to stop you from getting there. Tell it it's been down and put up on your feet right now in the mighty name of Jesus. If something that's going on in your body, tell your body to heal by his stripes. Get to, speak the word of God to your life. Speak the word of God to your family. Speak to the word of God. Matter of fact, hug yourself and tell yourself that you love yourself. Because a lot of times we don't love ourselves. A lot of these killing are causing cause people, killing the, killing the people or other people because they don't love themselves. If you don't love yourself, he said, how can you love your neighbor? Come on now, hug yourself and tell yourself, I love you. Hug yourself and tell yourself, I'm going somewhere. Hug yourself and grab yourself and hug yourself so tight that you say, I never let you go. I never let you go. I'll never let you go. No matter what other people say, no matter what other people going through, no matter what I'm going through, I will never let you go because I love myself. Because I love myself because I can't love nobody else if I don't love myself. And matter of fact, you're telling God to hold on to you. Prophesy to your life. Prophesy to your life. Come on. Come on. So whisper it. Come on to the God. Come on. Prophesy to your life. Come on. You're going to talk with him. Come on. Come on, come on. Begin to talk with him. Come on. Father, we love you. We bless you. Come on, God. We prophesy to our life, God. Oh, God, whatever going on in their family's life, God, whatever going on in their body, God, whatever going on in their mind, God, let that thought, God, right now be a thought of you, Father, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Some of them may be going on with their fear children, God. Some might be going in their finances. Whatever it may be, God. Some of them might need another spiritual walk, another touch, God, right now, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, let them prophesy, God. Not let them just stand there, God, but let them begin to speak, God, from their hearts, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we begin to see you, God, lifted up in their life. We're going to see you, God, lifted up in their homes, in the community, wherever they may be, their planet there, God. Oh, God, you have shown them, God, right now, in the name of Jesus. Speak to the young children. Speak to the elderly, God. Speak to the ones that are not here, God. Speak to us, God, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. And let us know that you still love us, God. We're crying out for your help, in the mighty name of Jesus. And, God, we need your help right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Because this is a time of troubles, God. This is a time of evil days. And we need you, God. We surrender all, God. We give you all or nothing, God. We surrender, God. Come on, lift your hands up. We surrender. Come on. Come on. This is what you want to give out right now, right in his presence. Come on, if you want to go. It's not mean that you're sinning. That you have a sin on your life. All the time God comes to us, it's not about our sins. He just comes to remind us that we are truly His. So He just wants to surrender and remind us that it's all about Him and none of us. Amen. Come on. Give it up to Him right now. Hallelujah. Prophesy to your 